1: have a purpose and it isn't just for the you know gathering material wealth for yourself and your kids and pursuing pleasure till you die he wants us to live like he lives with focus and determination commitment self-denial service he's eager to use you to change the lives of the people in your little world we say that again he's eager to use you to change somebody's life
0: Did you know that God is eager to use you to change somebody else's life? Today, you learn from Pastor Robert's message that there is a purpose to life. Life is not just about accumulating wealth and seeking out pleasure. God desires to use the influence you have in your circle for the glory of his kingdom. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 18, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
2: His love is the, main thing.
1: In the last part of verse 9, he said, it's better for you to enter into life with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire. Now, in that verse, Jesus affirms the existence of the fires of hell. And he clearly encourages us to live life with a focus on life. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 41, Jesus said that hell was created for the devil and his angels in other places he refers to it as a place of outer darkness that's always been a that's been a description that that it's just always fascinated me outer darkness you know what does he mean by that outer darkness that place that's completely outside that's what he means how does the one how does the god in whom we live and move and have our being as the bible says how does how does he create a place that's outside of all that I don't know, but he did. He did it to protect you and me from the people who want absolutely nothing to do with him. He did it out of love. He did it out of a devotion to us, a commitment to us. He he tells us clearly he doesn't want anybody to go there. He wants everybody with him at his dinner table. That's the picture that he gives us. But but the Bible says he's gone to great lengths to build a bridge between dead humanity and his, his own eternal life, so that those who choose life can be separated from those who choose death, shielded from those who've insisted on embracing death. Just as we often tend to misunderstand sin, I think we fail to fully grasp what Jesus means by the term life. Because you see, many of us, as Christians, have reduced our faith to a set of beliefs and a set of rules. We define ourselves more by what we stand against than by who we're becoming in Christ and the passionate determination to live with eternity in view. Gary Thomas, in his book originally entitled The Beautiful Fight, he says this, Incarnational Spirituality. In other words, the the living, reigning, and ascended Jesus living through us and transforming us into different people does not exist to uphold a few rules, but rather speaks of a process that creates an entirely new person who sees with new eyes, feels with a new heart, hears with renewed ears, and lives with a new passion. Does that describe your experience? It definitely describes what happened to me when I met Jesus. Everything changed when his spirit made my body his temple, when, when he moved in. Everything changed. All of us, it was like from, from one day to the next, everything changed. I saw things differently. I saw people differently. I, I saw my life differently. There's a new reason for getting up in the morning. The Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. Now, see, this is the message that I never heard preached when I was a kid which that's, I don't mean to say it wasn't preached because I know it was, but somehow I missed it. This fact that Jesus absolutely, he absolutely wants to save us from the fires of hell, but, but it's what he saves us for that should be our focus. That having escaped the corruption that's in the world through our desires, that lust, he's just talking about our desires. He says, Jesus has already given to us all things, that pertain to life and godliness. He's also given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these, you may be partakers of the divine nature. You see, Jesus is calling you to live a life of passion and purpose. Now, he's calling you to live heaven on earth. Remember that model prayer that he told us to pray? My kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He's not wanting us to wait. He's wanting us to to start now. Partake of his divine nature now. Go forth in the power of his Holy Spirit now. Snatch people out of the fire into his light. You have a purpose. And it isn't just for the, you know, gathering material wealth for yourself and your kids and pursuing pleasure till you die. He wants us to live like he lives, with focus and determination, commitment, self-denial, service. He's eager to use you to change the lives of the people in your little world. Let me say that again. He's eager to use you to change somebody's life. Is there one person in your life that seems to you to just be totally set against Christ and Christianity? Write their name down. Take a second. Pull out your phone. I know they're on. already heard one. Pull it out. Write the name down. Scribble it in a notepad, put it on your calendar so it pops up tonight at six or whatever, you know, but write that name down. Maybe maybe it's just maybe it's just somebody that they're, they're they're just so messed up that you don't even, you would never even consider inviting that person to church. No way you would ever invite them to church. Write their name down. I'm not seeing nearly enough movement out there right now. It's like you guys are just saying, I don't know, what's he talking about? I'm talking about the people in your life that are going to hell when they die, maybe today or tomorrow. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about taking it seriously, taking seriously the idea that maybe the only reason you're alive is so that they don't go to hell. Maybe that's the only reason you're breathing is to be his instrument, his messenger. Or, or maybe just his prayer warrior. Maybe it's, maybe it's just that. Listen, I'm, I'm so serious. Write the name down before you leave. Write it on a prayer card. Put it in one of the offering boxes so that we can pray for it. Let's bombard them with prayer. And then when you see God go to work, when you see him doing something in that person's life that you didn't think was even possible please come share that with the rest of us and let us know. Let us celebrate with you what God does. See, I believe, I believe God is eager to pour out his spirit in our world today. I have absolutely no doubt he's eager to give us a revival of his spirit in our community. You know, it occurred to me not too long ago. I don't think... I don't think that's ever happened in the city of Miami Beach, that there's been an outpouring of the Spirit of God. I don't think that's ever happened here in the history of the city. It happened in New York. I would never believe that possible. The turn of the century, you know, 100 years ago, over 100 years ago. It happened in New York. It happened in Chicago. It's not happened in Miami Beach. But it can happen in Miami Beach. It can happen here. You know how it'll happen? People like you and me pray. That's how it'll happen. Just that simple, you and I, we pray.
0: We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the Book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more.
1: Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God subscribe to the main thing radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today anytime anywhere simply go to mainthingradio.com and click on the podcast button
0: thanks david we also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend come visit calvary miami beach on sunday for worship and bible study or join us online as we live stream You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time right here on Main Thing Radio.